Hey, um, Nick, uh, I'm editing yeah, this up? week's show, uh-huh. and um, Heather left her microphone recording for a long time, and it sounds like she got a phone call that wasn't going very well. Do you want to? Could you listen oh. to this to me and see if it's something that we need to help her with? Or, I mean, it's kind of an invasion of her privacy, but when I do want to listen to it, yeah. So okay, yeah, okay, yeah. I know. Right. I don't feel good about it either, but I, I you know, yeah, but I'm let's just listen. curious. We're like we're not like we're not going to listen to this. Come on. Hey, sorry. I was. Yeah, no. I've been recording a podcast all day, so I, I haven't been. All right. I I can't deal with this. What do you mean? It's still there. I gave you specific instructions. Oh, that was a weird. So these are kind of out of order. Yeah, I get. I don't. I, I maybe my f- computer downloaded it weird or something, but I guess we could okay. try to just figure out what's what's going on with this. Let's maybe let's play a couple more. Okay. If you want this money, this is the only way it can happen. I don't want to hear it. The, I mean, the only thing I want to know is, did you get the body out of the bathtub? Oh God, doesn't hmm. sound good. Let's uh, let's hear this next clip. Yeah. I'm sorry. What was you didn't even get the bees? Well, that's why I gotta do it. Get the body out of the bathtub. Put it in the yard. I don't care. Hey, are we accomplices after the fact? I, 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 by you know what? This? I don't know. I am nervous now, but Heather's our friend, so maybe we should just keep listening. Yeah, let's keep listening. It would feel like my fucking birthday if you could just follow some instructions. Oh, stop crying. Mom, will you listen to me? Oh, my God. I feel so bad for Heather's mom. Well, you know, I'd wait till we had the whole story. Yeah, let's keep listening. There's only... So much time we have before people are not going to believe that Lisa died of all those bee stings. This reminds me of a song. You ever heard the song? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> it's, it's a good song. Head now. Yeah, it's, it's really good. Cover her in honey. Let the bees lay all over her body. They'll sting her, and then we can get away with this scot-free. Well, I gotta have my alibi. Look, <laughs> nobody's gonna believe that I was capable of murdering somebody if I've clearly eaten, on a live stream, 45 in and out burgers. Get those bees, get that honey, and I will see you in an hour. Well, that kind of wrapped up in a nice little package there. Yeah, I sort of understand what was going on now? Um, yeah, it's we can't we can't air it, right? We can't really, and we don't really know anything definitively. But like, that's part of the fun of it, I guess. It's like, what's your interpretation? We can never tell her that we heard this. Okay, let you know what I know. Delta is really bad right now, but I do think we should swear a blood oath. So, okay, I'll, should I come to your place? Yeah, and um. No masks. It- yeah, fuck that. <laughs> we type words and watch videos in FMB mystery game Her Story this week on How Did This Get Played?
it's How Did This Get Played, the show where we discuss the worst and weirdest and why is Heather yelling at me video games of all time. <laughs> that third W is by at Barf Sounds. Submit yours at Get Played Pod, hashtag WWW. I'm Nick Weiger, along with the aforementioned Heather Ann Campbell. Hey, Barf Sounds, what the fuck's your fucking problem, huh? <laughs> huh? <laughs> what, do you, what do you, you think this is a joke? <laughs> That's what I wanted. <laughs> now I'm, I can barf. <laughs> I'm Heather Ann Campbell along with our producer, Matt Apodaca. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone, and welcome back, Bucket. Edge. Boy, what a game to talk about today. What a mystery to explore. Hmm. A game that's all about... One a, a one-sided conversation. We're going to have a three-sided conversation about. But before we do that, <laughs> you're before reading we descend this, into, which is blowing my mind. You're reading those sentences. He's uh-huh. pleased his punch too. He loves it. <laughs> yeah. I flip my uh, print out uh, around towards the camera so you can see my sides. This is all written out. <laughs> Even this. But before Wait, my, we do that, before- Wait, my fucking words are written. I, I can see you wrote. <laughs> You wrote these lines that I'm saying that I'm thinking. Yes. I'm, my nose is bleeding. <laughs> That's why I'm the king of pod. Oh, my. <laughs> boo. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get into this week's game, before we descend into gaming hell, it's first time to briefly touch on a game we are currently enjoying by spending 70 seconds in gaming heaven. Matt, say when. Go for it, Heather. One time I was in Wisconsin and I was in an airplane with another man and with, well, with a man, another man. How does that? A fellow human being. Yes. A fellow human being. And, uh, and he said, do you ever, have you ever flown an airplane? And I said, no. And he said, well, I said, I said, I've, I play Microsoft flight simulator. Cause I had a computer at the time and I flew, flew in Microsoft flight simulator. And he's like, you know what? Why, why don't you take the wheel? And I did. I flew for about 20 minutes in Wisconsin as a completely unlicensed and untrained pilot. And guess what? I'm back on Microsoft Flight Simulator. Wow. <laughs> Flying. And now they've uploaded the entire globe into the game. So I have spent the last week on my new Xbox crashing my plane into every place I've ever lived. That's right. My house in Chicago, where I went to college, <laughs> found my apartment in Amsterdam, fucking smashed into it with a jet. <laughs> <laughs> I have killed myself on both pilot and... <laughs> Having uh, acted out all those uh, situations... Like virtually, what did you find most satisfying? Maybe crashing into the UCB theater on Franklin? <laughs> well, you know what's funny is that the so I I I mean I haven't lived in Chicago in 20 fucking years, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And God, the has windy it been city. 15, 16, oh, 20, God. 16 years, whatever uh-huh. it is. Uh so I don't remember a lot of it. So I right. had to navigate my plane on landmarks. To get to my house. So I flew like I'm like, OK, I'm starting from Midway. So I'll fly downtown because I know what you can see downtown. Then I'm like, OK, now I'm going to fly north from downtown to find Wrigley Field and find Wrigley Field. And then I'm like, OK, now I need to fly, you know, 
west and find the train tracks, found the train track. Like I was basically as if I was on the ground walking my way home Mm. and then crashed my plane. I was like so overjoyed when I found the intersection where I lived. And it was also cool because they, I, I don't know when, but they tore down the gas station where I used to, like the Seven Eleven and the gas station where I used to uh-huh. play Street Fighter. Oh. And I was like, oh shit, that's gone now. Mm-hmm. And then I crashed my plane into my, into my, <laughs> my childhood home. <laughs> Probably replaced that gas station with an electrical vehicle charger. Oh God. Thanks, Biden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you find uh, some train tracks, you know where you can find me. What? On the other side. Because I'm a, kind of something of a bad boy. On the wrong side of the track. On the wrong side. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you might be coming from the right side, but I I can be commonly found on the wrong side. I, Because I'm a rude dude with a bad dude and everyone knows it. He's a bad boy. Hmm. Okay, well, oh, great. It's just a it's just a helpful tip for finding Matt in the wild. Yeah, if you ever need to find me and you're on the right side of the tracks, look no further than the other side of the tracks. The other side. <laughs> I think I think I would find the least threatening person would be that no matter what side of the tracks I was on, there was just a guy on the other side. <laughs> like it would I'd probably be more like, "Do you need help?" Then right. I'd be like, Hey, I'm not Uh-oh. on the tracks. If I was on it, I might be asking for help. But oh. yeah, well, tied up guy with the mustache and top hat, <laughs> kind of dancing nearby. <laughs> <laughs> you know the type. You know the type. This is again all scripted. <laughs> Everything is written down. I'm just, I'm just making Devin laugh. <laughs> I'm locked into a purgatory where everything that I've said in this episode has been pre-written by Nick. <laughs> I find, so here's, uh, can I just talk a little bit? It's video game related. Um, yes. I've been, I've been booting up my Xbox more often than my PlayStation in the last week, mm-hmm. which yes, is because it's novel and it's like, oh, cool. I've got a Xbox for the first time in, what a fucking decade! Mm-hmm. When did was the 360? Whenever that was, and 2006. Shit! Right? Because uh, there was the, the 360 so. was the Xbox, then the 360, then the one. Right? So yeah, maybe mid 2000s. Oh my god! Well, it's been a while, so it's fun. It's like oh, Games Pass. I can download games and stuff. When I'm when I want, it's weird because it feels um it feels like a candy store, mm-hmm. but I don't take anything on it particularly serious. And when I want a game, then I turn on my PlayStation. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like when it's like okay, I'm gonna play a video game now. But if I'm just like oh, I'm gonna rumble around in Streets of Rage four, it it feels like having an arcade, like where I'm just like wandering around and putting quarters in random machines. Does that yeah. Make- yeah. I feel, no, I absolutely relate. Like, it, it is a, uh, especially with Game Pass, it, I, yeah. I feel like a fucking, like a pig in shit. Like, I'm having the time oh, of my yeah. life. Oh, yeah. God. Like so a, like, great. Like that little spoiled boy from Willy Wonka. Just that anything I want, I get. It, it, it rocks. Yeah, I only saw the first few, like the first chunk of that movie. But what I loved about it is that uh, everyone got everything they wanted and there was no comeuppance. Yeah, exactly. Every, yeah, every, and but you know what? I wish I spent a little more time in that bed. <laughs> I honestly, 
I haven't seen Willy Wonka except maybe once in school, and I found it distasteful, and I never saw it again. You in the back of the class, eat some vegetables, you freaks. Candy's too much all the time. (laughs) It's just like, why is everyone dressed so weird? (laughs) Yeah, I think, I mean, it's an aesthetic choice, right? Or is that just how everyone dressed in the 70s? It's off-putting to me. It's like yeah. looking at World of Warcraft. I don't. I don't want to be near it. Mm-hmm. All right, let's calm down. Um, <laughs> I had not hear, heard the X because I don't have a. I don't have one of the new Xbox Series S or Xs. I had not heard the boot up sound. Mm. I looked at the boot up sound. Here's the boot up sound. This is satisfying. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Good job, Xbox. I, we've done an episode of our premium DLC about the best startup sounds for all game systems of all time. My winner, I think, is still the PlayStation 3, but that was a nice, that's a nice good sound. Yeah. It's a nice calm sound. The original PlayStation 3, the the orchestral one, God, right? Fucking, it, the it's really hubris nice. of that opening. <laughs> it's really good. I, I mean... Here's a machine that's as big as your torso, costs $599 in 2006, mm-hmm. and starts with an orchestra tuning. Yes! <laughs> that's, that's great. great. Yeah. It's sort really of like, good. ignore the housing crisis, spend <laughs> spend your money on this, and it's actually like kind of worth it. Hurricane what, Trina? <laughs> Have fun with your, your PlayStation. Uh, I, I am still... I'm still uh, someone who's really a, a fan of the GameCube, the GameCube startup. Yeah, yeah, very, very. And good. It's a great little animation too. Mm-hmm. Very fun because it's a lot you, of fun. you know it's cha- it's tracing the sort of the G of uh, of GameCube and with these yes. little squares. Then yeah. it, to reveal the prestige of a, a, an actual cube. Wow. It's a little cube going around. It's a lot of yeah. fun. Yeah, a great animation. I like. I liked the PS2 one, but I feel like the, I've heard in recent years people were like, God, that was awful. And I don't know. It's just so nostalgic to me. I think it, it probably depends on when it hit. Yeah, I will say that I think the PlayStation 1 had a better one, and I, mm-hmm. also th- and I think that that was probably part of it, is that the PS2 following the PlayStation 1. And also the Dreamcast had a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that the, when, yeah. it, when it came out, people were kind of like, oh, this is just kind of nothing. But it's well, still good. They're all good. I like yeah, all, all of good. them. They're I hope good. it never goes away. With all with with SSDs becoming more of a thing and the instant turn on and like I like I get that and it's nice. But still, I I do yeah. like a startup sound on boot. I, I will say I rarely hear the Xbox boot up sound because it has like a sort of external chime thing, like mm-hmm. and because it's always like after you turn it on the first time, it's always just kind of on, right. Like it's always just kind of on in the back. Yeah, I think you have to. I think you have to cold boot to. I think you have to boot it from from completely off, from completely yeah. powered off, and then it's and then it scolds you for not turning it off properly. Or whatever. Yeah, like don't do that. Yeah, uh, but I was gonna say now two of the three of us are Xbox kids. Wow, I I have an I just don't have the new one, you and I'm also I'm a, and I'm a PC guy, and I don't I have a have a, a, a I know a you're rig so right PC. Now, so. You always you're always telling us. 
It's like, we get it, dude. I'll flip the other direction soon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're a guy with a podcast. It's only a matter of time. Yeah. <laughs> Nick Weiger, uncanceled. <laughs> Warning, this podcast is not a safe space. <laughs> Oh man! We should talk. We should talk about Nick this week's Stewart. game, her <laughs> story. Wait, come on! I want a bit. Oh. I want oh, to do a bit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I want to do a bit. Do your bit. Nick Weiger doing another ad on his show for <sighs> Raytheon. For what? What did Ray you say? Raytheon. 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 For for for. I was gonna say dick pills, but then I was like, wait, we've done. <laughs> We've, we've done, done dick pills. I think we <laughs> do those, yeah. <laughs> Not above anything. Uh, for Black Rifle mm. Coffee, that's... Let's talk about this week's game, Her Story. Her Story is an interactive movie game written and directed by Sam Barlow, who is a developer uh, who worked on both Silent Hill Origins and Silent Hill Shattered Memories. Those are a PlayStation Portable game and a Wii game. Uh, he left... Uh, his work on the Silent Hill series to develop this game on his own. Uh, and it came out in uh, June 2015 for Microsoft Windows, Mac OS X, and iOS, and then Android. Uh, the game... How do you describe what this game is? This game is an interactive false OS of a computer where you have access to unsorted clips from a interview series of a potential crime witness or perhaps, um, what do you call it when it's not Perpetrator. a Perpetrator. Perpetrator. Suspect. Suspect. Uh, over the Victim. course of the game, which is playable only by entering words into a search field that you are looking for in the dialogue of these unsorted clips, are you able to unravel the mystery of the story at hand, which basically follows Hannah Smith, whose husband Simon has gone missing and is later found murdered. So he, here's how I, and and we we didn't discuss this in advance, uh, but I kind of feel like we should talk a little bit about the game generally before we get into spoiler country, because I do feel like as as the 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 kind of games in our uh, that we cover go this is one where i think it might benefit from if you're interested in this uh, giving it a playthrough first uh it, it you know it's basically on everything you could get it on mobile you can get it on yeah. uh, on your computer platform of choice and um as heather mentioned it's not super long it's like you know you can you can play through it i think in probably as as little as 2 hours it's probably more like a 3 to 4 hour average for most people but it's uh, it, it I I think it's intriguing, and I think it's a game that even non gamers can play, and that does 
make me uh, uh, want to note, Matt, that your uh, your mom, who yes. likes true crime, got very into this game. Yeah, I I was I knew we were playing this, and I got it. I got it on Steam, and I started messing around with it in preparation for the show. And like immediately, I was like, "Oh, my mom's gonna fucking love this. She's gonna go crazy for this because she she goes down these like YouTube k holes of like actual like like courtroom footage and like right. police interrogation footage and stuff. And she'll just watch it and be like, and she'll send me one." And like she'll send me something, she'll be like, "You have to watch this," and it'll be this like forty-five minute video, and it'll be not something that I care to watch. But she just like, and it, I'll watch it and I'll be like, "Well, that made me sad." Like it just like this, like this, yeah. this is terrible. But um, she's just super into like all the like back when court TV was like a, a like a new thing. She was really excited about that, and she's always saying when she watches stuff like that, she's like, "I could solve this." I think if I had, if you gave me the materials, I could just solve a crime. Um, my stepdad, who is a detective, and my, it would be like, okay, well, it's, you know. But uh, as, as, uh, as I always say, anyone could be a cop. Um, but <laughs> anybody, it could, anybody, it could be, yeah. any of us could decide tomorrow to do that and they would let us. Um, yes. But, uh, <laughs> but. She 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 got super into this and also finished it before I did. <laughs> like she like just I, I, the next day was like, wow, can you believe it? With this was this and absolutely spoiled a good chunk of it <laughs> for me. And I was like, okay, wow. well, I was not I was not done. But yeah, she wow. was um, super into it, and then we we talked about it at length uh, went once I I finished. And, and she's just playing it on like an iPad or something, right? Yeah, she got on her iPad and she was like, why didn't you, it was a whole thing because she was like, we have family sharing, why didn't you get it for the iPad? I was like, I didn't, I didn't want to play it on my iPad. I wanted to play it on, like in the actual interface, like on a computer. And she was just like, we could have shared it. I was like, it's $4. I'll send you $4. Are you kidding me? It was a whole, it was a whole thing. And um, then, sorry. Speaking of moms, mm-hmm. uh, my mother took up Phoenix Wright based on our episode. Oh. Wow. And called me, uh, the week that her brother was in the hospital, mm-hmm. I was like, hey, I've got really, really bad news. And I was like, oh, oh, God, are you what? What? Go, tell me. And she's like, I don't like this Phoenix Wright game at all. Oh, and I was like, oh, boy. No, no. oh, that's fine. <laughs> did she did she at least think that like at least like Edgeworth was hot or something. <laughs> no, I don't. She didn't like it at all. Oh, like, I wow. mean, like she just found it distasteful, not distasteful. She was just like, Ugh, this is not for me. I don't like it. Right. I just think so. Like you're fine. I mean, but she likes an RPG. So you're, but she's enough of a gamer now that she has tastes. Yeah. She beat Fantasian. That's wild. <laughs> like she's like, part two is out, and I'm like, what? Wow, great! <laughs> like she's on like Kotaku now, like being like, when does Fantasian two come out? Yeah. Um, Screaming I don't, about I don't ethics and gaming journalism. Yep, yep. That's my mom. <laughs> anyway, I'm never recommending anything to her again. <laughs> That she went, she went straight to Fantasian after Stardew Valley. It's like someone is like, I haven't seen a movie before. Uh, I'm going to watch, I'll watch Avengers Endgame. 
oh, this is good. I like movies now. Let me go check out the Decalogue. Yeah. It's just like, it's such like a huge leap. Yeah. From from something very casual and accessible to something very, very, you know, uh, dense and, and hardcore. I've had a yeah. candy bar before. Oh, what's this? Cocaine? Sure. <laughs> Uh, I I will say, but but uh, I, I I do want to reiterate. I think this game would be you know whatever. Do it, consume content as you see fit. If you want to listen to this episode that when we start spoiling shit and you haven't played the game, you never play a game. Hey, that I don't give a shit. You can uh, also probably watch a playthrough of it and have like the same time that we did. <laughs> yeah, you can watch a playthrough of it too if you wanted to. But I do think this is a game where if you are like, oh, I, I want to play her story, I'll listen to this podcast episode about it. Maybe play it first and then listen to the episode because um, we are going to spoil some shit and some of the shit I think is fun to discover. Uh, you talked about it, Heather, as it as you're like in a fake UI. And a big part of this is it's a period piece. It was released in 2015, but this is the interface you're using is a 90s computer, very much like a like a, you know, like a 1997 level, you know, Windows 95 sort of um, uh, graphical user interface. And it's it's even got details to like with like, you know, so the main thing you have is uh, I believe it's called logic. Yeah, the logic database, which Mm -hmm. lets you go through these different, you know, it's a text parser that that brings up a bunch of different video clips you could watch that are all just various interviews uh, with the same woman, the same actor and then a and um, police interviews. And but there's also things where there's like a. Uh, you know, there's a visual representation of the database that shows you how much of the game you've completed. Um, there's like just straight up just text documents that just kind of have like how to's. It's all all the the tutorials and stuff are all like kind of in world. Nothing like breaks the fourth wall. Um, there's the recycle. There's even like a recycle bin, although it's since it's a British game. It's the rubbish bin. Yes. Um, and inside the rubbish bin, there's like more text documents and like a, a another like little sort of Minesweeper esque game you can play. So I I really liked the I really liked it aesthetically. I thought it was very very pleasing in the same way as what was a fucking other throwback game we played? Uh, Hypnospace Outlaw. Yeah, very Hypnospace. Not as comprehensive as Hypnospace Outlaw, and the the, the art direction isn't as as uh, ornate. But I do feel like it's like it, I really liked it from that standpoint. I I really. So, okay, I know I've made such a fucking grave for myself talking about what is and isn't a game on this show, uh, and I'm buried up to my neck. I really (laughs) liked how you interacted with this. I Hmm. really liked, like, I don't know that I've ever had the sense of, like, (sighs) envelopment that happened when you're like, okay, what is the word that will get me a new clip that will lead me down the path of the theory that I have about who has done what and what is happening. And you'll be like, you'd search for like a, 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 the name dropped in an interview and you'd be like, ah, shit, I've watched all these. Because the only thing that allows you to see what you've, or allows you to get new footage is by searching for it with an actual text word. And then if the first five clips that return that text word you have already watched. You have to search for another word, right? 
Yes, there's there's a limit. Like there might be 16 clips that include that word. And if you search for a common word like yes, it'll be like, you know, whatever, 160 clips. Uh, but the, you will only see the first five come up in the database to prevent you from just searching for, you know, the word the and then bringing up absolutely everything at once. Uh, once so, you finish a playthrough, you get you, you it that expands to 15, which actually makes it a lot quicker to, to unlock shit. Right. So if you want to investigate the murder of Simon. You can't just look up Simon because all the interview is talking about is fucking Simon. Right. So you have to be like, okay, they mention his glasses. Let's see how, what they talk about with his glasses. And then it's almost like an audio hyperlink system mm. where each clip that you listen to or watch provides you with a little bit more context that you can then link to a new section of the interview by and yeah. then sometimes something crazy will happen in one of those five clips and you'll be like, oh, what? wait, what? Yes. And, and yeah, and you'll have no context for what that thing is. And I feel like we need to get into spoilers now because there's no other way to talk about the game. All right, let's let's get into it. Uh, so uh, warning, uh, you're now entering spoiler country. Hold on to your hats and glasses. You may get spoiled. If um, you are trying to consume some content that you don't want to know the ending to, but you keep proceeding anyway, you might get spoiled. <laughs> if you aren't aware of major plot points in a piece of media you're about to consume, and then you read a summary or listen to a podcast about it, you might be spoiled. <laughs> Is our show cringe? <laughs> Heather, I think you should do one. <laughs> Just so you could understand what it feels like <laughs> to are have guys, this madness. Are you guys doing a parody of the blue collar comedy guy? Is that? Yeah. Jeff Foxworthy. There. That's what you're doing? Yeah. yeah. And he's like, if you blank, then you might be blank. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What? What am I? <laughs> I don't even. I don't. I. I. I would love. I actually would like to participate, but this game is obtuse. <laughs> so oh, the, the game. The game. The game's narrative. It starts off where there's some sort of crime has been committed, and there's a woman, Hannah. Who is uh, the the? I'll I'll say just in a general sense, this is an interesting game because I like I feel like the player character like sitting in my chair and my desk at my computer because I'm like I this is the what the player character is doing is using a computer and that's what I'm doing, so it's kind of like it's 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 oddly immersive in that sense. Yeah. So uh, you're experiencing like that. This char this character is uh, Hannah, who the actor is Viva Seifert, I believe is how you say her name who I think is really good. Yeah. Like, I think her performance is great. Yeah. And uh, and so, as Heather mentioned, talking about a, a husband not being there, you start, and, and the first thing that you get is 
the search field has been completed with just the word murder. And I think you see like, like four or six clips and you watch all of those. And like Heather was saying, then you can pull context clues from that that you can use for subsequent searches. And it starts off and you feel like a genius. Cause you're just like, Oh, well, like, yeah, she, uh, she said the names of two people who are at the bar with him. I'll search for both of those characters names. And then I'll look at all these other clips. And then eventually reaches a part where it starts getting a point where it starts getting more and more difficult and more and more obtuse. Although it's never really all that challenging. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the the biggest challenge is watching every clip possible. Right. You know, like giving getting yourself a, a total, total story. Um, because you again, if I if you because my first word and also interestingly, Mary's first word was Simon. Like we both mm-hmm. were like, oh, well, mm. we got to find out more about Simon. And then you click Simon and it's only five clips. And you're like, OK, fuck. Um, at some point you start searching for words that are, have a greater threshold of uh, limitations on mm-hmm. them. For example, at some point, I searched the word bin because she said bin in regards to something that had happened. Oh, we're just spoiling. So she she said in some clip I found, they were like, and then they she's like, oh, they found the body in the bin. And I was like, oh, shit, bin. And only two clips came up. Yeah. And one of them is talking about finding the body in the bin. And the other is they say to her, they say that police interviewer says to her something about them finding the body. She gets up and vomits off screen for like 30 solid yeah. seconds. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, a really <laughs> and, long time. And it was, I had not dug into enough of the game for that to make any fucking sense. I was like, uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> whoa. And then the next thing I searched She's holding a guitar. So you really like yeah. it, it's it's very it's, you know, self-service pulp fiction where you're like trying to. Un- it's not a mystery that you have to solve either. Like there's no solve state. Yeah, I mean, so eventually it reaches the point where if you've, uh, you've unlocked enough clips, I don't know what the threshold is. It feels like 60 percent or something. And again, I, I I love the interface. I love the aesthetic. I love how all this works. You get a chat message. You get like a like a chat window that you can click. And then, uh, you know, it's it's like basically, hey, are you all done with your investigation? And you can reply yes or, or no. In fact, that's all you can reply. Um, yeah. And uh and if you say yes, that takes you to the game's end state and rolls the credits. Or if you say no, you can mess around with it longer. It's very uh, uh what's the uh, the the uh, the shipwreck one we played? Uh, Return of the Oberdin. It's very Oberdin, yeah. That's sort of like like you 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 choose when you want to abandon this thing. But it, it didn't feel it doesn't feel like there's like a satisfying like. And here's the a wrap up. This is the conclusion that tells you definitively what what happened. It's all still kind of ambiguous. Yeah, because. These these interviews are also it's like four different days. It, it might be more days, actually, but there, it, it takes place over several days. So you're not seeing and you're not seeing them in sequence. So you're right. getting li- lots of bits and pieces from different interviews out of order. So like in or, like in order to, I guess, get a comprehensive ending, you have to sort of remember everything that you've seen. <laughs> Uh, and like think about the story and like unpe- like and pull it apart yourself, sort of. And, yes, and it's. I I read an interview with um the what's his name the guy Sam Barlow the developer. yeah Sam Barlow and uh he he has not said what the official ending is but he knows what it is because like to to make to make this game to make 
to have interview answers be so specific, you have mm-hmm. to write the interview questions. So like every bit that is in the game was scripted on either side of this, which I think is really interesting. Yes. And, and, you know, as you're going through this and as you're, you're figuring out kind of the, the questions that you'll never, you never hear, you only get her responses. So yeah. some of these clips are very short. Some of these clips are like, yes, that's what happened. Like mm-hmm. some of some are literally like four seconds and one sentence. And then other ones are like a minute and 20 seconds. That's this whole monologue, uh, you know, laying out a bunch of details of this crime. But the actual story that is being detailed is absolutely fucking batshit. Yes. It is insane. It yes. is Hannah turns out to be two different people, two mm. twins, Hannah and Eve. Yes. That are. And and I, I don't know what the, the two of you thought, but I thought there were clues with the bruise that that, you know, she has mm-hmm. a bruise in one interview and doesn't have it in the other interview. And she's like uh, she's like, oh, I, it's my metabolism. I heal quickly uh, like fucking Wolverine or some shit. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> if you're here, if you're um, <laughs> if Wolverine. you have adamantium bones and claws that extend from your forearms. You just might be Wolverine member of the (laughs) X-Men. But also, like, so those things, absolutely, that's a clue, because if you fucked Jean Grey. (laughs) Okay, okay, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then Cyclops killed himself. Uh You might be Wolverine. Let's fucking go! <laughs> Heather she becomes just a lot dumber and less successful <laughs> immediately. Um, but the the bruise thing is you have to. You, this game does reward you for paying very very close attention, taking right. the mindset of a detective. Somebody's doing that because if you notice the cheat, the bruise is on one cheek on the person that ha- on the on the character that has the bruise, but. The one that is being tricky, I think Eve, right? Yes. It references the bruise and that she healed quickly, but she touches the wrong cheek. So if it was on the right cheek, if it was, you know, not a, a fake thing she was doing, she would know the right thing. So it, the clues, we're all Mr. Police and the clues are right in front of us all along. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to be honest. I did not. I thought that the story of these two people being twins was bullshit hmm. and didn't take that interpretation away from the uh from from the game. I thought I thought it was one person lying about having a twin and maybe dealing with some uh not PC telling of uh, a multiple dissociative personality syndrome yeah. stuff. Right. I, I read uh, yeah, something totally to that possible. effect too and the argument there it, that I saw was, well, yeah, like the bruise. And she also has a tattoo in some of it and some of it. She does yes. not. That's uh, true. Uh, she does. But, she, uh, but the tat, but also then the, uh, I, I believe that the tattoo is covered with a longer sleeve. Yeah. Most of the time in you the don't in, see other it. interviews. So it's, it's only in one set of interviews. So it's hard to tell. So yeah, it, that yeah. must be kept in t- intentionally ambiguous. There's also the, uh, you know, it one persona or or twin wants coffee and the other wants tea. 
um, which is, you know, like yeah. another thing. But sorry, finish your point, Matt. I was just like, so people the like that were unpacking what the like the true ending of the game is sort of were like, well, in real life, that tattoo and that bruise was applied as makeup. There's a possibility that that sure. could be makeup within the world of the game as well. That's not a tattoo, yeah. actually. But we, that's the thing. We don't fucking know. Yeah, and there's also the there's a there's a bunch of stuff with the twin story is not just like that we I have a twin sister there's the reveal. No. It's that her they were twins in the womb. Um a midwife took one of the twins and lied to the mom that that twin had been killed uh by the other. And then and so then she raised that as her own child. Then she died. Then the other one, like the one who whose midwife uh, surrogate mom had passed away, moved into the attic or continued living that attic uh, as an orphan. And then the two of them were sharing like like, you know, trading off who was going to school on what days or whatever. If this all literally happened, I'm Heather, I'm, bu- I'm buying more into your theory now, because if that all literally happened, it doesn't it's like so imp- so wildly implausible. Well, but, what I thought I so my my interpretation of it was. I think one that she's faking having dissociative identity disorder or mm. whatever it's called. I please forgive me out there. I don't know the actual technical term and didn't look it up because I didn't know that I'd be talking about it at length. I thought she's faking it. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought a, that her alibi for if she's caught with this murder, she'd be like, well, it was my twin. Right. And would have enough evidence to get away with murder because any DNA evidence or genetic information that would be left at the scene of a crime would be identical for a twin. Yes. And then did all this. I, I don't know. I, and it just, yeah. To, to that point, too, though, she at, at, at a certain point. She's like, I don't actually exist, right? Because like, there's only record of one twin because the yes. midwife took one. There's not a like birth yeah. record of Eve. So they're like, how could you arrest somebody that's not real? But right. I, here I am. You can't. What are you gonna do? I don't exist. Yeah. Uh, I, I I just find her real sus. It, it's yeah, totally possible. There's there's at the very least she's sus. Definitely sus. Um. <laughs> That's what cool cops say. Yeah, Your Honor, I found the suspect. Uh, well, I, I found. Oh, look who's back! <laughs> look who's fucking back! <laughs> I told you to stay out of the courtroom. <laughs> Disbarred. Guilty. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> There's also elements of like the 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 two twins slash personas slash what slash maybe this whole thing is bullshit maybe it's entirely a lie is like you know the Hannah Hannah is um 
you know, the one who's who follows the who's like very much of a rule follower. Eve is much more of a rebel. She wears a wig and she likes she's a singer in a rock club. Uh, she's she uh, gets an STD for fucking she gets an random STD. people. Mm-hmm. She's getting rogered by all kinds of lads. Oh, and uh, no. oh my god, <laughs> she's a she's a very <laughs> she's. A promiscuous uh, a, a bird, if you will, oh and God. um, and and uh, Hannah, meanwhile, is like it seems like is faithful only to Simon. There's a pregnancy involved where like they're like both pregnant. One of them has a with pre- with Simon's kids. One of them has a miscarriage. Again, it's all like fucking batshit. Yes, yeah. The Hannah was pregnant and then had a miscarriage, and then I think Eve, as Hannah, got pregnant. By Simon. Right. Wearing so sort of a wig. Sharing this this guy. It's yeah. very it's very soap opery. Um but I but I also just found it very engrossing. And I think a big part of it is just like the the way it's presented, seeing all these police interviews, seeing her in all sorts of emotional states. Sometimes she's defiant, sometimes she's scared, sometimes she's she's crying. It's it's like uh, it's a, a, there's there's a lie detector segment. It's like uh, like I, I feel like all uh, like just seeing it over the course of these half dozen or so interviews on different dates where she's in different states of of being, uh, you know, entrapped are uh, like I, I found it really I, I don't know. I found I was very, very sucked in. I didn't want to take breaks from this. And I think a big part of it is, again, the the actor's performance. Yeah, absolutely. She's really great. And um, and uh, and I believe. Uh, a musician by trade, not necessarily a uh, someone who is uh, primarily known as an actress. Wow. Yeah. Speaking of which, I was just like, when I found the guitar clip, I don't know what your reaction was, Heather, but I was just like, what is going on? Yeah. Why yeah. is she plush? Why is she singing a ballad with an acoustic guitar during a police interview? Uh, and then I eventually backed into the part the part that leads up to that. And I don't know if that was all like the police are testing to see if she can actually play guitar or not, because that was, I guess, part of her. I, but some of it was part of her, not not part of her alibi, but part of like like one, you know, one of these twins plays guitar and one doesn't or they're both claiming to play guitar. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's it's mm, it's a fun thing to fuck around with like if mm. it's 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 kind of like a toy you know like right. it's it's like a fun toy to mess around with but it is a little bit like hmm i guess the only thing i can walk away from this with is my understanding of what happened as opposed to any actual tangible solution and that's yes a creative decision uh i i just feel like if you're if you are presenting somebody with a murder mystery game and you don't let them figure out what happened, that is a little bit of a bummer. I I agree. I would have liked to have a definitive answer here. I, I think that it's like, you know, it's very fun to set the table. I mean, that's a whole, you know, that's a, that's a big problem with um uh, like a uh, prestige TV, right? It's like they do a great job of like setting the table of building the little puzzle box, but then there's no actual resolution that's been, you know, planned out that's going to uh, end in a satisfying way. I don't. I would have liked a little Agatha Christie here. I would have liked a little like like aha, that's what happened. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. I wouldn't have been. I, I definitely would have been more satisfied by a definitive ending than this kind of ambiguous "what did you think" sort of thing. Hell, Especially because it's so been- pulpy. 
I would have been fine with even just the frame of this woman committed this murder and this is how she got away with it. This is how she got away mm-hmm. from being arrested. So, yes. so that the experience of learning the story is, oh, wow, I can see how there's no angle with which to functionally pin this on her because of this insane story that she's told. Right. And now I understand why, you know, this 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 perpetrator is walking free. Like some kind of, I don't know. I know that at the when you do the chat bubble that you 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 discover that you are the perpetrator's daughter, correct? Yes. Yeah, and so like I don't, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. That's what yeah, I'm, I'm with That's you. what I'm saying. Cuz you get cuz you get like what it like do you understand what your mother do you understand why your mother did what she did? Uh, to which I replied, no, I'm still unclear. <laughs> and then rolled the credits. So, yeah. yeah, I felt like that question is not the right question. Because right. it's like no, like, no matter what, I'm not going to be like, no, I still don't know why my mom pretended to be a one person, even though she's a twin. And uh, I, all of it. I'm like, how could I know why anyone would do this? <laughs> right. <laughs> but I will say, like, overall, I still, I really liked it. And I Me really too. like that. I really admire anything that's just a singular artistic vision where someone was like, well, look, I'm in the the machine of, you know, of game of game development. And I want to just make my own thing. I'm going to take a big fucking risk. I'm going to go off and make my own you know, just make my own project, uh, either via small team or or solo dev uh, mm-hmm. with some assists and and just like and this is what I want to make. And here you go. And like from that standpoint, it's like it's it's it, I think it's awesome. And I also just think it's like a, a really. I don't know, like like just a fun you're basically playing with a with a non-linear editor. It's just like basically playing with video editing software, piecing piercing this thing to piecing this thing together. But it, it's it's still I felt like a, just a super satisfying interactive experience. It's something that you couldn't do non-interactively. That's true. I I would like to say before we because I feel like we're coming towards our final thoughts here. Mm-hmm. I want to say that what makes Hannah and Eve believable is the acting by Viva, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And if you look up her biography, it's not just that she's a musician. She also was in the 1992 Summer Olympics. Wow. As a competitor in wow. the rhythmic gymnastics competition. And I, like, if you're going to cast somebody as somebody who gets away with something, a musician who's an actress who was also in the Olympics is awesome casting (laughs) and i feel like she infuses like a very very believable talent like width into these characters where you're like yeah man i what what like if she was an actual suspect in a thing i'd be like i don't know man i don't think we're gonna be able to pin this on we're not gonna be able to crack this one yeah this is we're we're talking about the perhaps the coolest person that's ever lived i don't know Also, she won. She won an acting award for this, right? Like yeah. for like some British BAFTA or something like that. I don't know. I didn't look that part up. I just knew. I just knew when I googled the game, it was like 
wins an acting award for video games. Yeah, no, I think, uh, yeah, her performance in particular was well-received, and she was uh, awarded as such as well. Great. Well, hey, on that note, on that bit of positivity, let's get to our final thoughts. It's time for our review crew. Review crew! <laughs> Thank you, Your Honor. So let's say one positive thing. <laughs> oh, no. About her story. One positive thing about her story and give it a score. My positive thing is going to be uh, referencing the guitar playing in the interview. And, you know, I didn't know that I, I, it makes complete sense that that this uh, actor is primarily a musician because I think this is a cool song and it's a cool performance and it's just fucking weird. It's just weird as shit. Uh, but I really like that this this sort of ballad that I don't know if this is an original song or I don't know if this is a standard uh, in the UK, but it's a uh, they play a bit of it during the interview and um, and I and I liked it and it got stuck in my head a little bit. song's really good did you guys find listen find the other clip where she can t- she finishes the song yes it's great because uh the end of the song gets completely batshit where it's like a like a sailor finds the corpse of the other sister and then turns her herring into guitar strings and turns her uh her bones into like and turns her breastbone into like the body of a lute and tur- it's like it's like fucking completely nuts and she's and early in the first part of the interview she's like uh, i won't finish the song because the rest of it's pretty weird and then if you look for it she's like okay i'll finish the song and then it is like super weird <laughs> I, don't know, it's like, I looked up the song and it's yeah. the twa sisters a traditional okay. murder ballad dating as far back as the mid 17th century wow and there are 125 different variants in swedish alone wow but the song was was common in many Northern European languages. Well, there you go. There you go. That makes sense then. It's like the bloody Green Knight it is. Oh, my. <laughs> uh, the, game is, the game is very British. And the, the, the text parser is a little obtuse, which is, I think, a, like, hey, you know, go dating back to Zork. That's just a thing you have to deal with it with any game where your primary input is text. You just have to sometimes try to back uh, pack, back your way into what the developer wants you to type. Uh, but that said, I think even with that limitation, it's it's pretty straightforward for anyone to get through. Uh, and I don't know. I, re- I, 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 I really liked it. I, I think this is a... I'm glad I played it. This is one I always wanted to mess around with, and this podcast gave me an excuse to do it. I'm going to give this one a nine. Uh, Heather Ooh. Ann Campbell. Your uh, um, your positive thing, your score. Hmm. Well, you know, I'd like to turn over a new leaf. I'd like I'd like to just be. I'm trying. I want. I would like to. 
I want to be a new kind of person. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> mm. oh, okay. So the truth is, I did enjoy this. Mm-hmm. Uh, even when I got frustrated, I was like, ah, you know. But also, I didn't play it in a single sitting the way that we have to do most of our fucking video gaming for this show. Mm-hmm. I, I, I downloaded it, poked around, came back to it, poked around, came back to it, poked around. I feel like if I was under pressure to play this game, I would loathe it. Mm-hmm. I would be like, fuck you. Give me some <laughs> fucking answers or direction. There, oh, there's no solution? What was the fucking point? Like, I, I can see myself <laughs> essentially scrambling to assemble a narrative for a game that the point of it is not to provide you with it. Um, so I enjoyed it, though. I didn't have that experience because of the way I got to play it. And I also enjoyed watching my girlfriend play it because she was like, oh, this looks really cool. She also seems, I mean, like, I found that she just likes FMV games. Like, that's her genre. It's just uh-huh. like fucking, she loves it. Um, so my favorite part of the game is when you see your own reflection in the computer screen. Like, there's like a, a trigger that you hit at some point with so many clips that you've heard or when you search for a specific term where the music shifts and the lights kind of blink on screen and you mm-hmm. see your own reflection. And I Wait, was that's like, your own reflection. What did you think it was? I thought it was a silhouette of some of someone else. No, it's I thought it was the daughter. Oh, interesting. I thought it's the daughter looking at the computer because you're supposed to be the daughter. Mm. But anyway, whatever it was, is fucking awesome and creepy. It is. Cool. And I was like, oh, yeah. OK, that's I like that. Put a little bit more of that on my taco. Ugh. <laughs> I can't do it, guys. I'm trying to be like you guys. I just don't have Wait, it. Wait, but hang on. That's you think that's what we do? Yeah. I don't know what you just don't say shit like that. <laughs> if 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 doing your podcast feels like you're prepping for a colonoscopy, you might be on how did this get played. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah I, en- I enjoyed this 8.5 good good times guys good times good guy go- i'm glad i'm glad it was made i don't know that i would play the sequel does that make sense good great yeah Madame totally. Badaka, your thoughts i you know yeah i i also enjoyed this i think the you know the the most positive thing for me was one Getting one, I got to show my mom a game that she liked. That was great. That felt like I felt like a good son for a day. That was fun. Uh, but also, I liked, you know, when you're clicking and typing in the thing, it sounds like an old keyboard and stuff. And like, I don't know, that stuff just goes yeah. so far. Good sound for design. me because it makes my brain feel fuzzy. Like I, I, I mm-hmm. love it. Um, you know, and I guess just everything that we've said so far, like the performance is great. The honestly, like the mystery is good and when you start to figure out the twin element of it you're sort of like no way this is crazy like i every time i learned something new i felt rewarded and that's you know that there's not like a a fail state or a a, even like a win state necessarily but i felt i was winning every time i felt like i got something new from the from the thing uh and so 
yeah, I don't know. It's it's different than other FMVs. That, well, I guess we've only played Night Trap on the show, but like that had a little more interactivity with it, right? Because like you're controlling elements of a room and stuff like that. But this is just yeah, the same. There's more gamey game elements, yeah. But I I, I enjoyed this as well. Um, I'll give it a I'll give it a solid eight. Like, yeah, I really had a great time with it. Cool. Wow, good scores all around. We enjoyed her story, but Heather, maybe we're wrong. Maybe we were wrong. We've got reviews that we've collected from all over the internet, and if we had a positive take on a game, these will be negative reviews. And if we had a negative take, these will be positive reviews. It's maybe we were wrong. Maybe we were wrong. (laughs) I've got... So I just want to start with not a review, but rather when you Google her story, you get the list of questions that other people ask about the game. The number one question people ask about her story is, is her story real? (laughs) (laughs) So for me, for me, that is the maybe we were wrong. Number one review is the, the idea that this game is so well executed that people finish the game or see clips of it and are like, Oh, are we really solving a murder mystery from 1994? <laughs> the thing is, the way content's going now, it might that might be something that we get to do. <laughs> um, I, I feel yeah, that's I I didn't even think that that might be kind of like the Blair Witch factor, where I I would think in this age that people wouldn't be why why would I think people would be less gullible? Of course they're of course we've learned anything they're more gullible. I believe absolutely any there are probably people who are like yes it is real. People I probably know. think Cool Spot was real. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in a sense, he was very real. That's, that's yeah, you're right. Yeah. He's realer than you and me. Here's uh here's one. This is from the Steam Store. It's not even a game. Deal with it. All the good reviews are paid reviews. They paid for their nominations as well. Just telling it how it is. Mods will remove these discussions because it's true. Love it. Man, the internet rocks. It's, uh, yeah, it's that great. what a what a fun what a cool guy. I uh, I have a, a a Reddit thread uh where the main the original poster writes what the hell is her story? It seems so dumb, and the actress seems like she doesn't even deserve it. And one of my the replies what? is, I've never heard of it till now. This game looks like it sucks balls. <laughs> uh, you know, These people are like pretty, pretty funny. socks that Mickey Mouse has turned into like people. So, <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, this is a review from the Steam store by Lo-Fi Cowboy. Uh, This review is one word, and it's recommended. Uh, The one word in this review is lesbians. All right. (laughs) (laughs) 
Jeez, what? Yeah. Guy thought, that guy, he thought he had a Pornhub tab open. That was just a search term. <laughs> it's a, uh, yeah, they're, they're obviously, this is the kind of game that a lot of people are going to hate. I think because it's a true crime game, which people know true crime is like a genre that a lot of like non-gamers like, and because it's FMV, it's the kind of thing. And because a fucking a woman is the central character and, you know, that's uh, like, there's, there's all sorts of factors that are going to make a lot of large swath of gamers ha- recoil at this, the very, uh, this game's very existence, but um, I don't know. I think it's I think it's cool. I think it's interesting. I also think there are valid reasons to dislike this game because it's not super interactive, and like you we were saying, it's not necessarily the most satisfying whodunit. But uh, yeah, it's it's a uh, it's I don't know. It's I'm re- I'm repeating myself. It's a fascinating experience. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, uh, but right. if we're yeah. if we're if we're done with maybe we're wrong. I've got a segment. <gasps> wow. Can our contestants recognize these video game songs? It's time for Matt's Little Game. And just, here's a refresher. Here's how it works. I'm going to play a song, and you have to guess what Wait, it is. Wait, you like Jigsaw in this? Is that what's happening? Do you want to play a little game? <laughs> Matt's Little Game? Welcome to my game, my little game. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Yikes. Uh, yeah, the, yeah it's, it's my little game. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, and the songs, these are all songs from video games. I'm going to play them, and they've all been reversed and pitched down, and you have to guess what the song is. Oh, this my be God. fucking impossible. What the okay. fuck? Jesus. Welcome to my nightmare. <laughs> can, I, can I instead just, uh, like, uh, cut a key out of my stomach? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might. Well, you have to give me a good reason for why, you've done, why you would need such a thing. Okay. It, so you can learn your lesson, your little <laughs> lesson. You can guess it any time. And if you guess it right, you get a point. Okay. And if you guess it wrong, you, you don't get anything. Okay. So here's the first song. Bowser's Castle. No. <laughs> it sounds like it's got, it's sort of like a jazzy element to it. Like I'm hearing like some brass or something. There's also vocals. Is it Jump Up Superstar? Nick on the board with our, is our first point. That That's was Super fucked. Mario Odyssey's Jump Up Superstar. That's fucked. Wow. He shouldn't be able to do what he just did. I wouldn't have gotten it if you hadn't said Bowser's Castle and put Mario in my mind. Uh, but still, you're not supposed to be able to do that. Like, that's not an acceptable skill for you to, to have. No, I yeah, don't... You, you are going to jail, unfortunately. <laughs> Anyone that gets a point does go to jail. Um, All right, fair. Okay, so Nick's on the board with the point. Here's our, our next song. I feel like these could not be reversed and pitched down and still be challenging. I mean, kind this of, is just like a good vaporwave track. Like, yeah, I do. I feel like last time I did it, I feel like I unlocked a new skill of mine. <laughs> Here's these are vocals. Oh, oh, this is Kingdom Hearts. Uh. Uh, if you walk away, you Heather might hear me say, me say, yeah, 
Heather is wow. right. That was Simple and Clean from Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. The trick to it was that she goes, oh, 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 and you can hear it because it's oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Okay, great. Okay, how about another song? This is our next song. There's a couple more of these. Here's, okay. So you're each on the board at the point. Got Here's it. our our next challenge. Oh, that's Chrono Trigger. Heather with a point. Oh, yeah. Wow. Fuck. Wow. Heather with the point. That is the main theme from Chrono Trigger. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Wow. I've heard this so many times though. Yeah. Like this this probably is played pitched down and reversed in my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, what a good song. Great song. Yeah. Um why um, can't we cover that game? Do you we have, can. I guess we can. We could play it for a hundred hours and then <laughs> talk about it for forty five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Our guest got all 19 endings. Uh, They're going to speak for seven minutes total over the course of this episode. Someone who hasn't ever played a game before. (laughs) Who may do this. Um, Okay, here's our our next track. Like fucking cats. Yeah, it really does. There's kind of like a little bit of melody that you can pick out, but I can't hear what it would sound like reversed. I got nothing for this. You got nothing for this? Uh. Jesus. Okay, here we go. <laughs> 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 Absolute nightmare. I hadn't heard this far. This is upsetting. This is awful. <laughs> Three podcast hosts are being charged with murder after many cars drove off the road. Like, this does sound like it would be under, like, a scary TikTok. Yeah. Do you guys just want the answer? Yeah, I don't know this one. Wait, can, can, can we get a hint? Can we get a hint? Oh, here we go. What is this, like Persona or something? This is from Street Fighter 3, Third Strike. This is from Street Fighter 3? Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. There it is. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Oh. God, this is a oh, nice jazzy tune. This is really good. Heard this good way. fucking song. Okay. So Heather's in the lead with two. Ugh. Uh, I Nick feel like I've let, I feel like I let my game down by not knowing that one. I put I put I know that you both played Chrono Trigger, but Nick talks about Chrono Trigger so much. I put that on there for him. So you you kind of ate his lunch. And I put Street Fighter mm, yeah. 3 there for you. 
Yeah. Uh, okay. And so, Heather, you can either run away with it, or this game gets tied up, and then there's like no, that's it. Then you both win. Okay. Okay. So here's the final. Here's the final song. In. That's little game. <laughs> Definitely vocals. <laughs> just, the, the, the funny thing right now that I'm thinking about is people listening to this. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, we're listening to it. <laughs> I got nothing, man. People will people are gonna listen to this and then just like start confessing to terrorist attacks <laughs> just to make it stop um i'm going to take a swing and and guess that this is uh i'm gonna, i'm going to i'm going to get inside cry, uh, crawl inside matt's brain for a second and guess that this is snake eater heather do you have a guess uh, uh, fucking no i don't have a guess <laughs> Nick is wrong. Heather doesn't have a guess. I mean, I'll swing at Final Fantasy X. Ten. Okay, well, now you're both wrong. Okay, great. (laughs) (laughs) It is from Yakuza Zero, As You Like. Oh. Oh, man. Oh, I love this song. The the pitching down really screwed this up for me, because I was like, hmm. Although I guess I did pick a song with female vocals anyway. But this is so, like, high-pitched. <laughs> this song is so good that even if you'd played it forward, I would have been like, what is this from? <laughs> it is <laughs> really, really good. <laughs> yeah. I do think I would have gotten this one. Well, you didn't, and Heather's the winner. Um, <laughs> yes! <laughs> Heather wins the game. Heather wins <laughs> my <little> game. <laughs> Heather jumped down my throat for getting the first one. Like I was like I was a witch. And then she went on to win. <laughs> that was fun. I like Matt's little game. I like yeah. it too. I had forgotten about it and then forgot about how to do it. And mm-hmm. then I remembered how to do it. And then I did it. Loved it. Uh, hey, that was uh, Matt's little game. It's time for the question block. All right, this is from at Oh Honey Just Know on Twitter, and they write, I loved her story. It was a great game to play with my non-gamer sister. Do you think as Netflix and other streaming services experiment with interactive or visual novel-style media, that FMVs will become a staple rather than a niche? Thinking like Bandersnatch. I didn't play Bandersnatch, um... But uh, or experience better snatch, whatever verbiage you want to use. Mm-hmm. I knew that that one had much more limited interactivity, though, right? It was just kind of like a choose your own adventure, basically. Yeah, there are a couple options on screen. I think as many as like two or, you know, three. And then there are multiple endings mm. for it as well that um, are all from the twisted minds of Black Mirror. Right. Um, this is, uh, you know, there's no reason you couldn't play this on a streaming service. I mean, they, they'd need to have the, a little bit more sophisticated, you know, 
UI Im- uh, input, but like there's no reason you couldn't play this on like a tablet basically as is, right? Because it's just, it's basically, uh, you know, you're just using one click. Uh, and that then, is how I played it. Yeah, but so what I I'm saying. I played an iPad. But, it, but yeah, yeah, 100%. So what I'm saying, like if this was on like Netflix or if this was on like Hulu as like her story was just a thing you could play and they had like the sophistication to be able to like stream that in or you could download it to your device, like. Um, I, 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 yeah, I have no, I, there's no reason they couldn't do this as is for whatever reason, they haven't really taken that approach. Who knows what's going to happen when Netflix gets more into gaming. I would imagine like a, a, a game like this would be a perfect fit, but I'm imagine they just want to like stream red dead redemption. Like they just want to have triple re- a titles there to stream. That's mm-hmm. my guess. Yeah. I also feel like the, the barrier of entry on a, on a full motion game, even though it is lower seemingly it feels higher because you have to like it's not just game design it's additionally filming all your actors organizing your like all that shit feels like why not just make a virtual town but i know nothing about games or life so (laughs) maybe everything i've just said is backwards this this is certainly much more of a writing task, I feel like. And, and you know, certainly like a design task, too, to figure out how all these bu- puzzle pieces fit together. But, um, you know, uh, technologically, it's not like you have like this. Like it's, it's running in Unity, but it's not like you have to. It, it, assuming this game would be streamed, I guess, like the logistic, like like it, it would not be the kind of thing where it'd be like, oh, I have to have this instantly responsive, you know, 60 FPS uh, a, a game where I can jump and shoot and everything and it has to feel like it's, you know, like like it, like it wouldn't be that sort of thing. So I think if it wasn't a streaming service, like a game like this would be a better fit, but it's also more niche. It's just like it's, you know, I guess is the question saying like, are we going to see more of this stuff ported to uh, or are we going to see more like we're going to see Netflix commissioning, et cetera, at all using Netflix as a stand stand in for all stand for all uh, of these platforms yeah. Are we going to see like Netflix commission more of these types of things? Because my guess is still no. I think this is just too niche. Yeah, I think the, the the question is yeah. Speaking to the latter, like, do we think we'll see more more things like a Bandersnatch or like this right. or you know like because it, it the even that awful Minecraft story mode game is on Netflix, but like oh that, that's on Netflix. Okay. That's on Netflix, but it has that has less. Um, input than her story even because yeah is there's no text like, parser it's yeah. you're just cl- you're just clicking options yeah but so i wonder yeah hmm. it, they could i i could see um fmvs taking that route like not necessarily things with higher functionality that, like it, typing no but like selecting yeah absolutely like i'm surprised I, night trap isn't on Netflix or some or right. any, any of those things because you could easily do that because all it is is selection. You could easily uh, do that, but they're yeah. But to Nick's point, they're not. Netflix isn't necessarily interested in like niche things like that. They want Fortnite. They want like yeah, right like, that that type of stuff on their platform. I feel like the answer is yes because there will be more than zero. Yes. And right now there's like Bandersnatch or Her Story or whatever. There's very limited number of these things. And the opportunity for an interactive visual video experience has already already been proven by Bandersnatch. Therefore, there will be more of them. Uh, but I don't think it's going to be like a 
like a sea change because it's just going to be like there are more. Yeah. Yeah, there's been something of a recent resurgence and I don't know how much of, you know, uh, her story was like the it was the reason for this or her story was just part of this wave. But there's been like a resurgence of FMV games, I feel like, in recent years. And um, uh, I don't know. I, I, I get it. this is this is stepping away from the question a little bit, but I really like FMV. I like I really like there was a time when that came out, it, like when that was first uh, a thing. It was kind of like people were thinking like, oh, this is the death knell for interactive entertainment because these are these games are so on rails and they're so like limited. Yeah. Uh, but I think it, the the modern games that embrace that and kind of have like, you know, like like use that treat that as a strength like a her story and sort of are like, you know what? We can actually just film this actor doing this. And this is so much less resource intensive than, you know, actually animating a modeling and animating a, a, a character that can do this. You know, we're just going to use actual video. Um, like I, I, I think that I think I, I like that there's this new wave of FMV games, and I like that there. I, I hope they get. I hope. I hope they do make more of them. I hope that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess that I'm. I'm not optimistic about streaming services being the reason, but I'd like to see more of these. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, def- I, I like it. It's a. It is an. Uh, you know, I think it just because it's niche, it'll probably stay that way. But I, I wouldn't see. I don't see why there wouldn't there wouldn't be more. Why not? Yeah, I don't know. Why are we still talking about this? I feel like we've answered it. <laughs> I want to belabor it. <clears throat> That's what podcasting's all about, baby. <laughs> I want to beat this dead horse. Um, <laughs> hit us up on Twitter and Instagram with your questions at Get Played Pod or send us an email at getplaypod at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 616-2PLAY. That's 616-275-2933. Music and engineering are by Devin Bryant. You can follow him on Twitter at BaffleGabs. And Matt, you can tell us what we're going to be doing next week. Next week, we're spending 70 minutes in gaming heaven. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, Bucket. Edge. Do you want to play a little game?